My guest, I, you know, I bring you guys good guests. She's on two series right now. She's also a motivational speaker. We're going to talk to all things Edwina next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Breaking into. Hey. I see what you're doing. Yeah, I see what you're going to do. Like, this is an artist you like. Now, and this is Mally Music, is his name? Molly, Molly music. music. I like this. Yeah. Sounds very nice. Hello, welcome to Breaking Into here on Black Hollywood Live. I am your host, James Lott Jr. And I always like to bring you great people. And I'm just I just I'm so fortunate every week when I come in here and talk to somebody new. This person has energy and charisma and great spirit to spare. I mean, this she's this is great. She's currently on um, two series that are coming back. One is uh, If Loving You Is Wrong, of course, and Shots Fire, which is a newer series that's out. She's been in a lot of different things, and she's also an independent uh, spirit award nominee, correct? Yes. And also, she has, a, she has this, I want to talk about this, her Abundant Life University with your husband. I want to talk about that, too. So I'm excited. We're going to have a good, good time together. You guys just settle in, relax, get your ears ready. Edwina Finley Dickerson, how are you? I'm wonderful. How yes. are you? Yeah, good. I'm so glad to have you because, I mean, my when I was doing research on you and I was and I was like, there's so many different things about you I want to dive into. I, I just can't even, I just can't even get started. Um, we're going to first start with your acting. So, first of all, how was it like being nominated for an award? Extremely exciting. And very, um, I don't know, just affirming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we live in a town, Hollywood, in an industry that really prizes um, awards and fame and, you know, recognition in your craft. And I think that if you if you live for that, then you can shoot yourself in the foot, right? Mm-hmm. Because you really have to live for the quality of your work. Yes. But when the quality of your work is then in turn recognized, it's such a beautiful thing. And so this award season was just amazing. You said something that's really that's really good because we're in this. We're we're in the trenches. We're doing the work. We're busy focusing on that or the next job or the job we just did. You're not really focusing on. I'm getting nominated for an award. I mean, so right. it must be really interesting to have somebody recognize your work and go, you're doing hard work, you're doing good work, and it's worthy, we think it's worthy of this. Honestly, it really is. You know, especially because there's so many people that I admire and that I look up to who were nominated even in my same category, you know what I mean, or also nominated this year, and it was just very exciting. I think probably the pinnacle of award season for me was um, an event that Alfre Woodard hosts every oh, wow. year. It's called Oscar Sisters. Oh, I think I've heard of that before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she's invited me for the last, I guess, four years. Wow. But this year, um, they honored me, which was just amazing. Oh, so Viola Davis did this beautiful oh, tribute. Oh, and I just, you know, was so moved because I was in a room of African-American women who have, have mostly been nominated for Academy Awards. And... Mm-hmm. And for them to then in turn show me so much love, I just felt very um, moved and at home and inspired. You know? I really feel, it would feel like a warm blanket. It did feel like you know, a you know warm, I mean? brown, like, fuzzy like, blanket <laughs> <laughs> of love <laughs> wrapped around my shoulders and never letting me go. That's exactly how it felt, James. That, that, so, so seriously, I think I think that's what it would feel. I would feel like because because this is Black Hollywood Live. We're on Black Hollywood Live. We can talk a little blacker if we want to, <laughs> you know. Uh, but no, but I mean, I feel like your your these are these are your colleagues, these are your peers. You know, yeah. even though you admire some of them, have been some been there longer. They're still your peers, your yeah. admirers, and they're saying we want to honor you. And it's and it's and it's showing us black women can get along. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's a misnomer, too, because mm-hmm. a lot of people think that, oh, it's just all cattiness and all mm-hmm. behind the scenes is just all this yeah. competition. But we really have so much love for each other because we know how hard it is. Mm-hmm. And we honor the trailblazers and we honor mm-hmm. the people that have been kicking down doors. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we realize that we're here because someone else was willing to fight. Mm-hmm. And now we are in a place where we're willing to fight so the people behind us can come through the door. So I, you know, there's so much love. That's the best that our community can do sometimes because I feel the same way. I feel like, you know, I remember who came before me and I feel like they're on my shoulders. I feel them. Yeah. And it's not a heavy thing or anything like that. It's just like they're yeah. with me. Right. And so I feel like I don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. I want to make sure that I do oh, something. that's a big one. You know, I want to, make something, I want to do something that's decent that honors what they did yes. and went through to get me here on this table talking to you. And then if someone's watching me, they'll feel the same way and it'll be paying it forward. Wow, that just hit my spirit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I seriously, I think about I it all mean, the time. yeah, because... Especially in our, I mean, in our culture, right? As African Americans, we have such 
a rich legacy mm-hmm. here and we fought so hard to be where yes. we are. And then unfortunately we're in an era where a lot of people use that and go completely yes. left field yes. with it, yes. you know? And so I really do think that we have a responsibility mm-hmm. to choose what we mm-hmm. do and my prayer is that the things that we do will be in keeping with the pride that was passed on to us by our antecedents. Because we are, I, I believe in the village mentality. So I always tell my, my, my fans, or my followers, you're, you're part of my village. You're my village. Yeah. You're part of my, we're a part of, yeah. what we do is a ripple effect, whether you know it or not. And so I just feel like in Hollywood, we're pitted against each other or told there's that one slot for that dark skinned African-American male for that one thing. Yeah. Then we start like crabs in a barrel getting out on top of each other. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, why, don't we, why are we believing that and not creating 10 slots for yeah. a dark African-American? Like, why aren't we doing that? Yeah. Well, you know, more and more of us are, yeah. Yeah. which that's the wonderful thing about this time that we're in. I really yes. do feel like we're seeing this incredible renaissance and it couldn't just belong to one person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. now the floodgates are opening yeah. and more of us are coming in and they infiltrating are. all these different aspects of the yes, of the are. culture and of our industry, mm-hmm. which is a major, um, just a major effort, yeah. but also a major blessing. You just said something that, was, that I sticks to me too, is that it, this is a golden age, it's a time now. Because now we have, we're on the web, we have radio, we have this, we have TV, PlayStation has shows. Like everything now is starting to happen and not just for African American, but for women of a certain age, yeah. for you know, for people of different you know backgrounds, it's starting to happen more now. There's more opportunity out there, yeah. and creating content, you can create your own content nowadays, and it's yeah. like it's it's amazing these days. Definitely. So I'm like, we can't get along. We can work together as a community. It does happen. Yes. And I love, I love seeing. I have some friends who are in the business who are actresses who they post pictures of other actresses that are black like they are from auditions. I mm. ran to my girls in this audition. Like they're all mm. going for the same part. Right. But I'm seeing the love they're showing each other in the page. Like we saw each other. Like we thought we hang out afterwards, have lunch. I mean, right. like. I love that. It's amazing because at a certain point you have to realize that we're not the ones that are making the final decision, right? And if they choose me or they chose you, mm-hmm. it shouldn't compromise our love for one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it is easy in this industry for jealousy and mm-hmm. competition, these oh, type yeah. of things to creep in. And I think one phrase that I came up with that helps me is that jealousy is just misplaced inspiration. Mm, right so if you choose to be inspired then you can move forward right with some form of of optimism for your own future versus being jealous and covetous about what someone else has yes it's like if okay so you make you get you get a big part in we'll say oprah or whatever like which you are working on and tyler perry and all them you make a part we shall be excited because that means oh good it's happening and my turn could come next yeah it's true like, we should be excited about it. It's like, good, she made it. That's great. Because we know, as we all know, and some people may not know this, of course, in the casting process, it's a crapshoot. It could be anything that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily you, and it could be looking for somebody, just whatever. So why be mad at the other actresses or actors who are who just, that person got the part, well, that person got the part. Just, right. Maybe it wasn't, like, maybe for you, it wasn't, wasn't meant for you. Maybe God has yeah. a plan for you. Seriously. And it's like, we should all be celebrating it together. Seriously. And I've been up for things that, I really that I was going to say yes to and for some reason I I felt led to go another direction or vice versa Mm -hmm. and it turned out that this part was for somebody else Mm -hmm. or things that my schedule wouldn't allow for me to do Mm -hmm. but then it opened up an an opportunity for another actor and they don't even know that I was off to Mm -hmm. the part first Mm -hmm. but then I see them step into it and it's like wow and I've experienced the same thing where I've received a part that I've later found out Mm -hmm. oh that was offered to someone else and I didn't even know Mm -hmm. but it's amazing how what is for you is for you and if you really choose yes. to believe yes. that then you'll operate with a sense of peace uh, oh Rodelli who's in we have a live chat oh so people are watching and Rodelli says chat. hi James love your guest on if loving you is wrong thank you I appreciate it Rodelli you. she says thank you <laughs> uh, so people I saw we look on here occasionally because people, people are saying things oh okay um, but no I completely I just love this kind of conversation I love this kind of conversation because I just feel like I just want to help Dispel the 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 myths and things that are out there because of certain shows that black folks can come together yeah. and are and are working together yeah. and are creating projects that I mean we all the Tyler Perry stuff Oprah Winfrey uh, Ava DuVernay all these people, they're all they're creating projects yeah. John Ridley they're all putting these projects together and they're, and they're black folks yeah. 
And I've worked with all the people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I have worked with all of them. Yeah. Like, I mean, so like, thank God of, for you guys. Yes, thank you. Know, thank God. Right. Um, and I mean, and, and for me, I, there are things that I went up for and hosting things I didn't get. I thought I, I'm like, I wanted so. I mean, I felt like, oh my God, I wanted right. so. Back and taste it. Yeah. And then I realized when I didn't go through, I was devastated, of course, or hurt, mm-hmm. or whatever. Then something else came along, yeah. like almost like literally like two days, three days later. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's way better. Okay, got right, it. Right, right. If I was doing this, I could have done that. That's the amazing thing. Like, there's been shows where, oh my gosh, I want this part, I want this part, and then I get offered <laughs> this part, and then I go this direction, and then find out, oh, this show never even went. See? It just did a pilot, and then never went. And then meanwhile, I'm doing a hundred episodes over here. You know, it's like yes. you just yes. have to trust the plan. Yes, yes, you got to trust the plan, which can be hard. I know. You oh, have to yeah. have faith. It calls for faith and just perseverance just Absolutely. like and and thriving not just surviving I always say Absolutely. Just like just keep this if you stay in the lane you're going to hit the intersection at some point, right? Yeah. Especially if you stay focused and if you prepare. You know what I mean? Like a lot yeah. of times people are complaining so much yes. and just spending all the time yes. complaining versus yes. preparing for what they're hoping is going to come. Yes. So, you know, I really yes. think that we have to harness that that power of time. Yeah. Right. And what are we going to use our time to do? Right, you. I'm a big time manager person. I'm a professional organizer and certified life coach by trade. Are you? Yes. So I, so I have. I so I. What's well, about the more of that after after the show? I'll okay. Take some stuff. But no, I'm I'm very much about what do you do with your time, especially in this business yeah. again, where it's a it's it's an up and down business anyway. Mm-hmm. What you do, what I do, it's all it's up and down. It's here nor there. It's cats and dogs. It's whatever. You have to find a way to be able to stay present and focused and just and just and just get through it. Absolutely. Because sometimes, just, I mean, I have a job for three months sometimes. That happened right. to me once. I didn't have a job for three months. So I was like, right. uh. But meanwhile, I was creating stuff in that time. Yes, exactly. So you knew that an open door was going to come. It had to. And yeah. so you insisted on preparing for it. Yes. And the other thing is, what I found about purpose is that a lot of people think, oh, my purpose is to be an actor. Or my purpose is to be a host. But then it's like, well, if you don't work for three months, does that mean that you're purposeless? Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Or does it mean that you have a purpose that is... It can be fueled through acting. It can be fueled mm-hmm. through writing. It can be fueled through going to a nursing home and deciding to do mm-hmm. a one-person play for for right. cancer patients. Like, right. there's so many ways to manifest purpose outside of do I have a gig today or not. Oh, that's a good. That's good. That's so true because it's one of those things where I have friends who, again, who started their own web series because they were not getting booked on auditions. And so well, I'll write it myself. Write it part myself. And actually, the web series took off. Yeah. So you, never, you just never know. Right, you never know. They, they said websites took off, and now they're still auditioning kind of, but now the websites took off, and now they're on Amazon. People, right, and people are coming to them. So it's, 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 you're just, you're right, you, just, you, you never know. Yeah. Um, like I said, she's been on, I mean, yeah, she's been on all kinds of stories. Okay, so I'm going to name some shows. Okay. And I want that you, that, that hopefully you were on these shows, there's some research on these shows. <laughs> I do my research usually. <laughs> She was. Uh, but I just want to get, just get some of your thoughts on each of these shows. It's almost, okay. almost like a speed round thing. It was just kind of like whatever. But yeah. you're on shows that I love. Um, the Wire. Gritty. I love that show. Real. Incredible. Behind the scenes. How was it? How was it? Oh, uh, my gosh. It's so amazing behind the scenes because it was such a um, such a dichotomy. Like, on camera, we're all playing these, like, drug dealers and yes. thugs, and we're robbing people and <laughs> yeah. gangsters. Yes. And then literally on Sunday, we're all going to church together and, like, <laughs> worshiping together and having brunch and tea and, you know, enjoying one another's families and kids. And it was so yeah. completely different. Like, yeah. there was really a lot. Like, myself, um, Jamie Hector, who played yeah. Marlo, was, yeah. like, such a gangster. <laughs> and, like, Michael K. Yeah, like, literally, course, like, yes. we're, like, praising God together. Oh, Cuddy. You know, we all went to the same church in Brooklyn and it's like, we were nothing like those characters. But I just love that when it was time, you know what I mean, to start rolling in action, it's like we honored the people that we were representing so much. And I love David Simon too because his his style of of, um, television is very documentary yes, style, right? And so yes. I feel like my style yes. of acting was really birthed out of it because that was my very first show yeah. out of college. So I, you know, and that show shaped me a lot. Some folks that haven't watched it, you need to go and go back and watch the series. The series is so superb. It's such an and even the way it ends, the series ends and how people's their things. It's it's just amazing, amazing, amazing show. Mm. It really honors Baltimore. They really they really try to honor the city oh, yeah. as well as the content. Definitely. You know, how's like how's like filming in New York? 
Oh, we filmed that in Baltimore. We did film in Baltimore. So yeah. Did Baltimore. Oh, yeah. We were in so, the very so real how did places. That, so how did that add to your your kind of your performances then? Oh, it was incredible. You know, yeah. because really almost half the cast yeah. were real yeah. Baltimore Boy, natives. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Who were living that life. And so that's yes. one thing that was amazing about David Simon. He brings yeah. in non-actors but people who were that's absolutely right. living someone. the life. Yeah. And then, you know, actors from New York and L.A. to, yeah. to play these roles and brought everybody all together yeah. within that very sphere, that very yeah. geographical location. It was magic. God, I love it. Um, so I want to know, how did you find your purpose? I prayed. Okay. I prayed, and then I also did the work. So there's this mm. really um, incredible book called Success is Not an Accident Ooh. that I literally, like, I used to teach a lot from it and all of that, and then finally I said, you know what, I'm going to stop and I'm going to take my own journey through this book. And I did, and I recommend it. Um, wow, okay. And just going through all the exercises, all the activities, okay. and it changed my life. Okay. Um, also, um, The Purpose Driven Life, of course, oh, yes, is a yes. wonderful book. But but really, I just committed myself. I honestly took out three years. And okay. I prayed and I did all kinds of work just on myself mm-hmm. and asking God, what is my purpose? And I turned my ear because I really wanted to hear him. And I think a lot of times Ooh. we get so distracted yes. and so busy and we're looking for ourselves. We're looking all over mm-hmm. as opposed to, okay, you created me. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. What do you want to say to me? It's so true. You have to quiet down and active listen. I say it all the time. There is listening and hearing. Yeah. And there's active listening and regular listening. And there's and there's passive listening. And I active listening is so important. It's true. You ask a question. Gotta shut up and listen. Yeah. For the answer. Look, meanwhile, we scroll right. and scroll exactly. and scroll. You know, and it's like there's all these different, um, sometimes distractions. Yes. Yeah. Right? That prevent us from really getting still. There is. And I'm all about, I, hey, I, I wrote a blog post the other day about um, doing nothing well. Mm. Mm. You gotta learn how to do nothing well. And I go in my garden sometimes. I do nothing sometimes. I just lay out mm. in the garden. Mm. You lay out in the garden? I do. Okay. But these are nice. I have and a little, the rose bushes. I have I have a grassy oh. area near near my low quad trees and stuff, and I actually will have a blanket out there, and I will like go outside, wow. like get outside my house, yeah. go outside, and like lay down, and not play so music. Peaceful. And it's so peaceful because where I live, it's quiet. Actually, where I live, the mm-hmm. planes fly nearby, but they're not flying over my house. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's really. I mean, I just sometimes I need I need to hear nothing sometimes. Yeah. Even my own stuff. I need to hear no chatter yeah. in my head and like literal no chatter. Like, I want to hear nothing. No right. TV, no radio, nothing. You just want to go outside and be quiet. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me out a lot. I'm sorry. Treme. Treme. Baby. <laughs> you taking me back to New Orleans, baby. Oh, my family. I love it. Yes. Oh, are you from New my Orleans? My family's from New Orleans. Yeah, my family. Oh, my is. gosh. Yes. Jazz. Creole folks, yes. Oh, food, culture. Food, yes. Costumes. They did a great job on that show too, capturing that. Thank you. Well, you know that was the same creator from The Wire. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, oh, David God, Simon oh, also yes. created that. He's so it, out. it was really, yeah. you know, he kind of did the same thing. Half of the cast was New Orleanian yeah. natives, yeah. Yeah. and then you know, and the rest of us were New York, LA. So did he, did he just like you a lot. Just come from a cast you and everything that I do. Just like you know what? Them. I'll take <laughs> yeah. it. David, what you doing next? <laughs> Me. <laughs> he seems to like you. He's like, I'll just bring you along. I love me. it. I love it. No, I do love, I mean, because I feel like it was such a, that Wire family was such a, a strong family that mm-hmm. a lot of us have gone on to work together on a lot of okay. different projects. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's, that's a good one. And one of my shows has just returned, actually, a couple weeks ago. I love Veep. Veep. Talk oh. about dialogue and everything. You have to, like, really oh, listen to the show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> First of all, with that show, it took us maybe a month to shoot one episode like I flew back and forth to Baltimore twice two or three times because they are so specific which I love the level of specificity it's so good the dialogue (laughs) is is is. so amazing I agree we did so much improv right and then they started writing around the improv which was which was really incredible so um so yeah and there's such a great cast and so hilarious. hilarious. And just brilliant. Just witty and brilliant. I tell them all the time, you gotta listen. The dialogue is so good. There are a couple of times I've had yeah. to rewind just to hear right. like, what did they, <laughs> what they, they, they just say? They just say that. It, can be, it can be a little nasty in the, in the language, <laughs> but it's really funny. And it's just, I mean, and Julia Dreyfus is just the bomb. Oh my goodness, yes. She deserves all her Emmys she's got. She's, right? so, she's just so... And like her whole bedroom is probably full of yes. Emmys just oh like Oh my this. God, I know. And she's just so good. Um, you did a film, Middle of Nowhere. 
Yeah. With Ava, director Ava. Yes. We love her. Uh, so what was that like? It was wonderful. You know, that was my first, I think, like true independent film. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was such a faith walk for all of us. Yes, right. I mean, yes. like it was a labor of love all yeah. the way around. And then so to kind of do that and we shot it in about two and a half weeks. That's crazy. And then several months later, it's like, oh, we got accepted to Sundance. Really? Yeah, oh, we went best director. <laughs> Sundance. Really? Yes. You know, and then yes. kind of take off on this whole awards yeah. campaign and all that. Yeah. And then now for it to have, have just learned so much, mm-hmm. it was, it was divine. It, it really was divine. Is it interesting to work on smaller sets where it's, or indie sets where everybody feels kind of like it's their baby? Is, it, is there some kind of yeah. feeling there? Oh yeah. yeah, you know, and even the the project that I received the nomination mm-hmm. for this year was a similar situation. It's like when you're doing independent film, you never know what's going to become of it. You just mm. pour your heart, you pour your soul, you're in this moment, and then the moment is short, you know, yeah. and then you leave, and you hope and pray that it'll be received well. Yeah. Yeah. And when it is, it just kind of comes as this yeah. incredible serendipitous surprise. Yeah, it must be. It must be. It must be. It must be. I mean, so when you when you do work. Are you able to just release it to the viewer and say, okay, now whatever happens, happens. Like, you're like, okay, I did the, I did my job. Yeah. Now I can move on to the next one. That's so, exactly yeah. what I do. Okay. Because you kind of have to in a certain way. It's like it is done, whether it's a play and, okay, this is our closing night. Or whether it's a movie and, yeah. okay, that's a wrap. You know, or a TV show and that's yeah. a wrap. Because it normally, especially with film and TV, it takes several months usually yeah. for it to come out and for yeah. it to be received. And by that time, you're hopefully yeah, you're already working on two or three other projects. Yeah, yeah. So you have to shed, especially as a, as an actor. Sometimes you do fall in love with the characters. Say, and you yeah, pour out everything yeah. with these characters, yeah. and then you have to be able to say goodbye. And then wow. also like developing such a family with your cast too, yeah. and your directors and all of that. So it is very, it's very bittersweet having to say goodbye. Any of, any of them really hard for you to say goodbye to? Any of them that you're just like, I had a hard time shaking that off? As far as what? Your roles Roles, so far? yeah. There was one, um, which you probably don't even have on there. It was actually not. a play. Um, it was written by Nelson Ellis, and okay. he played Lafayette. Yes, on, oh um, my God, on True Blood. <laughs> on True Blood. That sounds familiar, like, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he wrote a play. We were in school at the same time okay. in New York, and he wrote a play that we did at Juilliard, and we also did it off-Broadway. And it was about his sister, who um, was 22 years old, and she was pregnant and and it was a true story and she was unfortunately murdered by oh her boyfriend and the the father of her children. Oh yeah, it was God. very intense yeah. and we performed the play twice. Um you know two runs of it, mm-hmm. one at Juilliard and one off Broadway and it was such a haunting story, you know, mm-hmm. and it took so much to step into oh, this I'm true sure. story. We opened oh a, a year to the day of her passing and oh exactly the day. Yeah, and it was very intense, but um, so it was it it was hard to to release her, mm-hmm. and I find that even um, in Free Indeed, the movie that I received the nomination for, mm-hmm. it was it, it required me to go to such places that when it was done, <laughs> you know what I did right after that? What? I did get hard. Well, I was saying <laughs> Free Indeed's right there. I was going to mention both of them. I like, yes. went to the complete sure opposite. Did, did a oh big old comedy. <laughs> Okay. All right, I can't cry another tear. I can't cry another tear. Yeah, exactly. It just went all the way yes. to the other side. So smart. big broad comedy. Big smart. Yeah. And wasn't like being on a big on big budget film. What is that like? Amazing. <laughs> Craft okay. services is great, I'm sure. I know, right? like, yeah, it's great, yes. No, it's it's funny. You know, I just appreciate because I, I look up to them so much, right? Yeah. You know, Will Ferrell and oh my yes. gosh. Um, like I remember yes. being in high school and like watching it with SNL. Yes. Just so hilarious, yeah. and then we all know Kevin Hart is just ridiculously funny, yes. you know. And so to be cast in that project and be cast as Kevin's wife, and and to have these you know great scenes with them yeah. was awesome. And I love challenging myself as an artist too, mm-hmm. right? And so being in a big comedy, comedy was yes. awesome as well. You know, and, I mean, you're you're very funny off camera, but I mean, how was it doing comedy on camera? Because it's very drama is one thing. You say right. dying is easy, you know. Like the comedy's hard. I mean, I, it makes sense to me. <laughs> I'm like, we're funny naturally, but like, how was it on camera? You know, I, I before I got there, I really, because I'm just such a preparation type of person. Okay. So I was doing all kinds of improv and this and that and just really 
um, immersing myself in the comedy world. So when I got down there, it was actually very refreshing, right? It was very refreshing to be received so openly, okay. right? And just to, to be able to feed off of them. And they're yes. so freaking oh, funny, funny already. Oh, so it was yeah. like I could drop in and yes. just be, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Be in the moment with them. Yeah. God, talk about those, those two people. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Hart's on a roll, too. He is on a okay. roll. He's on a roll. Now, the two series that people are recognizing you from, of course, we want to talk... I'm going to show a clip from... We'll do... Shots Fired first. Okay. Let's do that one first. Let's do the clip there. Then a police shooting. Black cop and a white kid. I have reached out to the Department of Justice. All the murdering of unarmed black men. And this is the one they investigate. What about Joe? The department is obviously corrupt. We both know something ain't right here. We're taking on an entire sheriff's department. I'm only after all. What a great cast. Humanity. That is what is at stake here. So how'd you get involved with Shots Fired? So my agent sent me this script. I read it. Loved it. Um, I actually was um, in talks to do a different oh. role. And then... We kind of had to negotiate. Oh. Um, not yeah. yeah. Anyway, because um, I was in contract already you okay. know, with the show, so I, oh yes, yeah. okay. So anyway, but um, I very much wanted to be a part of the show, and they very much wanted me to be a part of a show, and so they offered me this role, Sherlane, and she's a journalist who um, really goes and helps to uncover the story. Um, and helps to bring elements of the story to light mm-hmm. in ways that the police department was not able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just such a powerful, such a powerful series, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that the Bythewoods often say is that it's really a movie. It's almost like a movie mm-hmm. in ten parts. Yes, that's what I figured. That's why I want to show hours. the preview because I want to show people, people. I want people to see this. It's really, it's really good. Yeah, people see it. It's, yeah, it's important. It's powerful, and it is important, especially yeah. where our society is right now with police brutality and yes. the killing of unarmed black, yeah. um, you know, teens and yeah. and men and women. But also, this this show really explores the converse, right? Mm-hmm. And a black officer shooting an unarmed white team yeah. and what does that look like and what does mm-hmm. that mean you know and Very how is that handled yeah because we need to see that we need to see that's what I love about television and, and, and television that can actually affect change it's yeah. like that we are we are in a society right now where everything's just upside down Everybody, everybody's angry oh my goodness everybody's upset everybody's hurt yeah, and there are things that are happening that at least we have a show like this that maybe can shed some yeah. kind of light on. Because honestly, right, it's easy to feel hopeless. Yeah, it's easy to feel like what in the world is going on in our society? What is going on in our government? What is going on? You know what is happening? Yes. Like you said, right? But then we realize, okay, we can play a role, whatever mm-hmm. that is, whether that's acting, whether that's writing, whether mm-hmm. that's speaking, whether that's hosting, yeah. whatever, whether it's tweeting, whatever it mm-hmm. is, we can find a role to play. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about um, Gina Prince-Bythewood and Reggie Bythewood, yeah. that they that they found a voice, that they found their voice and said, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to tell a story yeah. that hopefully will influence Oh, it does. Oh, it does. I mean, I think it's and Fox does do great shows. They yeah. they, they they do diverse. They're on shows. a roll, right? They are, they are on a roll. Yeah, it's, it's funny because Fox came on a hundred years ago, so to speak, as like the fourth network that was kind of like married with children. If you know, I mean, like they were really, they weren't really doing. I mean, this is yeah. they, this is now they're doing quality content. Oh yeah. They've been doing for the last couple of years some really good stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, Empire stuff, and but also they had a, uh, they had Gangster Related, which I love that show. But it only mm-hmm. lasted for a season, but like they're putting out really good, real stories. Yeah, it's true. And diverse casts. Yeah, I wonder about Pitch. Is Pitch coming back? I don't know. It's good, another good show. I don't know. Yeah, they, I'm not sure. they've really. I I do very much appreciate that mm-hmm. Fox has really been leading the charge mm-hmm. as far as like African American led casts and dramas and. Putting this on the air because I'm like okay because ever since they got rid of WB and UPN and all those <laughs> and all they got rid of those where's my girlfriends oh um, my gosh I'm like so I mean they got rid of all the they were doing all black folks your I'm girlfriends like, are on blackish yeah they are, yeah, yeah, they are on black I know <laughs> black they are I know love me some Tracy Ellis I do love her um, but I mean but like you say they, they were they were actually giving us a lot of black diverse black programming that yeah. we don't it's hard to see it now on the regular networks but yeah on cable's doing some stuff but like network Fox is really doing it yeah Fox is doing it yeah and they have no shame. No shame at all. Now let's show the next one three, four. If loving you is wrong, of course we know that's Tyler Perry and over and all them. In the Bible it says the wages of sin is death. 
They put me in a box. They hung me from a tree. No, no, I don't learn. But I'll make sure you do. After everything is done, and you have sinned until you can't <laughs> sin anymore, there will be ruin. I'm here from the court to do a DNA test. If a woman will cheat on her husband, why wouldn't she cheat on her boyfriend, too? She doesn't even know any other black man. Except for I Asian. love it. You still love her. I can jump out of a plane and go straight into combat, but I can't seem to protect my heart from that woman. I had a man be abusive toward you. He showed up in my house. Now he's threatening to hurt me and just... Where's my son? Their tragedy is just beginning to unfold. After all of this, it's not enough. No, that's not enough. I guess I'll be going to a funeral then. So be it. Tyler Perry's okay. if was wrong. Season <laughs> Temptation Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Temptation that's Tuesday. That's right. I, I mean... Tyler is like, I'm gonna do a soap, and I'm gonna do one as diverse cast. And we saw you in there working. I mean, it's like it's so. Okay, your storyline. So, talk about your story. For folks who are not watching, tell me what your storyline is these days. Okay. Yes. So yeah, it started. You know, I was very yes. idealistic. Yes. And, oh, yeah. Um, you know, it was all about <laughs> love and finding love. And unfortunately, yes. I was looking in the wrong places. Now I have a full out stalker. Yes. He um is fully trying to kill me. Oh, my um. Yeah, it's very kind of what's 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 love. Have, what does love what have to, to do with it? it yes. Right? Like yes. it's a very um, <laughs> Tina and Ike situation right now. So it's getting very intense. Is it fun to play the kind of outrageous Travis. stuff? Is it kind of fun to play this? You know something? I well, okay. When it comes to that intensity, like. He's after my. He's after my life. Yes. He's after yes. my child. Yes. No, that's not fun. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> not fun. It's intense. Yes. yes. You know the aftermath though of yeah. like watching like oh yeah there's so much drama right but like being in it it's like this is my life because that's what I'm hired to do you know right. as an actor I'm hired to yes. to take on a full person's reality right. In a full person story, right? <sighs> and step into their shoes. And that's a heavy story, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, while it's going on, all I can see is my boyfriend gets killed. <laughs> yes. You know, my other boyfriend murdered him. Yes, yes. And, and now he's trying to get my child, <laughs> and he's trying to kill me. Like, oh my God. See, I thought, we, we watch it as people, we're, like, we're kind of laughing just because it's, it's dramatic. It's like so soapy and dramatic. I know, I've blocked tweets with y'all. I see your hashtags. I be following yeah. the, the tweets. Like, everybody has, everybody has some advice. Yes, they do. Kelly, you need to... Uh, <laughs> no, because Travis need to... Well, why aren't you standing up? You gotta stand up on your old two feet. Yes. It's coming. It's okay. It's coming. It's, it's coming. It's right. I'm like, there's there's mm-hmm. an arc that's you gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta tell the full story. You gotta see it. Which is a great thing for an actor. You gotta show the whole story of where yeah. you come from. People, you know, yes, you should be upset when that happens. You should be upset. I mean, like, that means they're doing a good job. The writer's doing their job. The actor's doing their job. You're supposed to be upset at the time. And then hopefully redemption will happen. And, or retaliation or whatever. <laughs> yes. So it'll happen. You know, yes. But they're doing a good job, obviously. So you have to tune in every week and watch and see what happens. And tweet <laughs> no, with her. I love I loved Tuesday nights. We are tweeting and yes. having a good time. <laughs> yes, right. Sometimes I'm amazed. I'm like, and then also people people do a good job of foreshadowing too. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what I think should happen is this, this, this. I'm mm-hmm. like, Ooh, what? did you read the script? They, they just, people, people when, they, when they get into, well, when it comes to these kind of series, people yeah. really get into them. Yeah. And they really do. I mean, sometimes they come up with stuff. I'm like, I never even thought of that before. I'm like, that's really good. I never thought of that before. I'm like, okay. Right. Um, and I think I think it's just it's beautiful because I love the genre. I love the genre of kind of the like say I say soapy, but it's more. I mean, it's it's a, it's a drama. It's a, I, lo- I love those kind of dramas. It's like why not? We right. grew up with them. That's all thing. I think for an actor, it's just be just supposed to be delicious to play because you get to you get to actually play out a character. Yeah. Not just once, but you get to you get to play it out. You yeah. get to live her for a while. And honestly, this is my first time doing that with this many episodes. Because now I think we've done over sixty episodes. Yeah, at this point, yes. Yeah. It could yeah. be close to eighty episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's more episodes than I've done uh, in my entire That's career. a Tyler Perry production. You know okay, that. Okay, and one. And so, but I love the fact that, wow, I've been able to travel with this one person mm-hmm. down so many twists yeah, and turns. Yeah. And, and I don't even know what's happening next. Right, Do you know right, what I mean? So right. that's the great thing about television. It's like, whoa, we're finding out in yeah. the same way that a character would find yeah. out what's happening here, here, here versus a play or yeah. a movie where you get it all right in at advance, once. Yeah. Right? Sense. And so, yeah it's, yeah, it's it's definitely been great to kind of 
you know, keep telling this woman's story and this woman's journey, and and yes. it is quite a journey. Yes, it is. And it's, it's interesting for you because I always feel like actors are are basically no, nomads. I mean, you come, mm. you you're here to do a role and a role mm. and a role and, yeah. and play as many as you can. Yeah. To get a true. series, it must be really interesting though, because you're playing the same person. Right. Almost, almost like a play, but but more than a play, because you're playing a person that develops new story all the time. Where a play, right. you're playing the same character. And just trying to find ways, inventive ways to play it every night. But, like, this is somebody you're playing, and they're growing. Yeah. It's a real-life person. over the course of years. Yeah, it must be really interesting for an actor when you, you get something that hits. Right. And you're on a, you're on a hit. You're, on, you're, in, you're in a Tyler Perry universe. <laughs> like, how? what is that like? I'm like, hello. I'm like, I, I, I've interviewed so many of you guys who are in that universe, and I'm like, you guys are all blessed. Like, all of you. Just you like, know just what? I, I, <laughs> I do feel very blessed. You know, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. There it's taught me a lot. It's it's taught me a lot. You know what I mean? Like different people come to work in different mm-hmm. ways, you know? And um and I think also make assumptions in different ways too. Yes, that's true. And so being in this universe has taught me a lot. What makes me like just look at you guys is because here we got it's black owned, black run with a diverse cast. It's not the other way around. That's why I say it must be really interesting with Tyler Perry because he's such a hard worker and producer and just like he cranks it out. Yes. Um, but it's because, and that's what makes me amazed. It's like he is honoring his ancestors because he is like literally he's, you're working, for, you're working with somebody that's, that is black who's oh, owns Oh, let this. me tell you something. On the lot, all of his studios ha- are named after black people. Oh, didn't even know who that. Who have... Trailblazed within the industry. Oh, okay. So there's like a Ruby D. Oh, wow. Show. There's all these different um, people that Cecily Tyson has. A, oh, yeah. See, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's powerful. Wow. It really is. It, it, must, it just must be. It just, it just must feel nice because you got into acting for the for acting sake. Yeah. Um, and we all know that for the most part, back you know, acting is mostly run by certain types of people. But now you're able to. I was, I was going to say that. I was say it that way. But now you're able to. You're seeing. You're able. You're able to work with all. You're working with black directors and black producers and black rock. Man, this is amazing. I love this. It's yeah. amazing. This, is, this yeah. is a good time of television and it movies. Is. It is. It's, it's a really good time with Moonlight winning Best Oscar. I mean, all kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm loving this time right now. And that was a funny thing too about award season. Like my, the actor that was playing my boyfriend on If Love yes. Me Was Wrong <laughs> yes. was the lead of Moonlight. And yes. So it's just so funny. Like. You know, he ended up being killed on the show, but then this whole award season <laughs> yeah, we're together, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, with all the red carpets and all that. Yes. And so it was just great kind of reuniting yes. in the in the movie sphere. Now, you also, something I want to talk about that, to me, I, I feel is equally as important is your Abundant Life University. Yeah. Or you. Is it just you? Abund- well, it started as Abundant Life University. University. Now we call it Abundant Life Yes, with your husband, Kelvin. And I think, and I'll, first tell people more, like, before we get into it, tell people more about what that is. Yeah. If they don't know. So Abundant Life U is really a place where artists, millennials, young adults can be inspired and encouraged to live their purpose and live their dreams. Love it. And so we have been in existence over 10 years. We travel all over the country. We're speaking, leading workshops. We started a school in L.A. a couple years ago. And um, now there's a, you know, kind of a new initiative called Dream Pop, which is all about connecting millennials with jobs. Oh, good. Yeah. And so just, you know, starting, there's different aspects of it. You know, one aspect of it is economic, right? A lot of people really need help as far as financial literacy, financial development, Mm -hmm. budgeting, um, and then also being gainfully employed. And so Mm -hmm. we do a lot of work there. We do a lot of work as far as, like I said, as far as purpose and dreams Mm -hmm. and vision and goal setting and time management. Yes. Yeah, we're going to have to talk. And then the other part is really spiritual, right? Like tapping into Mm -hmm. your spiritual life and what's happening in your soul. You know, what's Mm -hmm. happening with your mind, will, emotions. How are you as a person? Mm -hmm. And so our hope is that by approaching this, you know, from a holistic point of view, that it's going to be a domino effect that as we impact you know, others that they will continue to impact people in their own communities, and then we really see change. I, that's one thing I like about your things because you you hit on some subjects that I think are very important for all people, young people, but firstly for our community of folk. Yeah. Um, teaching them financial responsibility, teaching them financial budgeting, teaching them because we just don't. No one's teaching anybody that, and you know, and I live in a community where people are being bought out of their homes yeah. and not really being not knowing all the facts. Yeah. 
And I said it's a shame because they're seeing a piece of money and they go, okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah. But then that money goes because they know how to budget it. Yeah. And I think we don't, we don't, we see it on, we see it on, you know, athletes and musicians. We see it all the time. And I think that's one of the things when you, when I always read up on you, you're talking about like, I like that. It's you're teaching people how to manage their money. Yeah. And how to, and, and how to, once you get a job, what does that mean? Everybody's like, get a job, get a job. Well, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But what does that mean the rest of your life? Yeah. And I think also being in this industry where, you know, like you said, I mean, you could be working for five years and then not work for another five years. Yeah, or you yeah. could work for five months and then be off for yeah. five months. There's all these things that I know for me as a as an individual, it really taught me how to save, right? Mm-hmm. It taught me that mm-hmm. when you get a big job, the first thing you do is not go out and buy, you know what I'm saying? It's like the, the latest Range Rover or whatever. Yes, it's like yeah. the first thing you do, you tie that tie, yes. you know? Pay my taxes. Yes, yeah, we go. Yes, you know what I'm yes, very much. Be responsible. Yes, do that first. Yes, very true. You know, but then I yeah. save, right? Yeah. You just want to make sure that you save for a rainy day, and then of course, after you build that up, then you can invest and you can do mm-hmm. all these things. And obviously, you know, you can treat yourself well. Yeah. But I think sometimes it ends up being the reverse, right? I got five dollars, so I'm gonna spend five dollars, and now I ain't got yes. nothing. Yes, that's <laughs> very true. And I and I and I had a grandmother always said because she, you know, they grew up poor, and she said, you know, every paycheck you should put some away and spend some on yourself mm-hmm. and she meant even if it was like a 25 cent candy yeah and you put away 25 cents mm-hmm. you still at some point you're still treating yourself right. and you're still saving money yeah and i learned that from her I, that yeah. just, I've, I've always been a maybe it's a tourist in me i'm always very like just want to hold on to my money um, right, but that is a balance i had to learn too because yeah. it was just like oh i gotta save i gotta save yeah and then my husband's like let's go on vacation right. let's da 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 so last you gotta live year life. oh my gosh we where'd went you where'd you guys go oh we went to we were in rome we were in oh, wow. florence we were in spain we were in venice we went to um wow. we went oh london and we went to uh israel Wow, we were in Jerusalem oh and Jericho oh. and Nazareth. Did you, the, did you do the walk, the walk of Jesus? Did you like the, the whole walk? Oh, like, there's a walk, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, He's like the walk of Jesus. What it called? I thought it was called, but it's like some, whatever it's called. There's a whole thing my grandmother's done, it and she loved it. it was like oh a whole, my yeah. gosh, right, like the whole path through the crucifixion. Yes. Yeah, yes, it was wow. so powerful. Because you gotta live so life. Yeah, the whole thing you is you gotta live, to life. live life, and that's you actually know? valuable experience too. Oh, it was everybody, leave a leave the country once, or go to another state. If you haven't, I mean, there are folks who never leave LA. There are folks who never leave Los Angeles. They're like, you never leave Los Angeles? Like, you don't go anywhere? Like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'll go to a trip where I retire. A lot of people don't realize that they can. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems so far away. Everything seems so far away. They don't realize that for the same amount of, mm-hmm. that you paid for those shoes, you could have actually gotten a round-trip plane ticket and gone somewhere across Hello. the country. But because you don't know, and that's why vision to me is so mm-hmm. important. You know, we can only aspire to the level to which we've been exposed so once That's we're true. exposed to something new, it gives us something newer to reach for. I had a stepmom who taught me, this was back in the day, as I aged myself, um, how to book vacations on the cheap. Mm-hmm. And back then, there was like booklets and coupons and backs of, backs of magazines. And like, seriously, that's where we would start. Mm-hmm. And then she taught me how to, and I, finally, I realized all this later in my life. She taught me as a young adult how to... You know, if we go to Lake Tahoe, well, we're gonna, we're gonna we can bring our own food for this and have and eat lunch and breakfast at the at the hotel and maybe go out to dinner once. Mm-hmm. Like, there's ways you can right, work maneuver. There's yeah. ways to do it. Oh and, my gosh, I just got a flashback. You're about to make me cry. Oh yeah, yes, oh, one too. Man. Well, you're just growing up, and my mother taking me on road trips and all yeah. of that, and us going to different places yeah. and staying in these little hotels, yeah. you know. But she wanted me to see. Yes. She wanted me to see. She wanted me to get out there. She wanted me to experience the world. Exactly, because she was like, you just it'll make, it'll make you a better person, yeah. more well-rounded person mm-hmm. when you see other things. Yeah, that's true. And we get so because you always say this, you know. Real slavery has not ended for many of us. Mm. It's in the brain. Yeah, slavery's still in there, and that could mean slave mm. to your job, slave to the, the of, of your family, slave to the city you live in. Mm. Like you're so busy in the grind of all of that oh, that you don't. Again, we said earlier, you don't stop and say, "Okay, I can spend two hundred dollars if I really work it out." Mm-hmm. I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, you can do a cruise. You can pay it a year in advance. You can do a little bit each time. Mm-hmm. It's like people need to stop with this. I can't. I can't. I can't. Mm. It just doesn't work anymore. Mm. You can. Mm. It's just kind of working it. And right. I just feel bad for them when their brain says, no, I can't. That's slavery. That keeps mm. you in there. Mm. That's so funny. I went to church today and he was talking <laughs> about that. He was talking about from slavery oh, to freedom. Yes. Yep. Yes. And it was powerful. And it mm. and it did have a lot to do with unlocking your mindset. Yes. It's all the mindset. That's in my practice, I'm always talking about mindset, getting in the mindset. It says, because you have to get to center at some point. Mm-hmm. 
in your life. And center, you have to figure out what that is, whatever your center is. And that's, that's, where I, that's where I operate from. I know who I am now. I mean, it took me 40-some years, but I got there. But I know who I am, and I know now I, that's where I operate from. So everything I do, so whatever, if something works or doesn't work, it's on me. I, I totally, I own it all, and it's, it's, mm. I'm actually handling things better now mm. that I'm coming from center. It's kind of interesting. Interesting. Now I'm handling things. I'm, I'm thriving a lot more than surviving, like I said earlier. I think it's just, it's just coming from center. Yeah. I love it. Okay, ask my, I ask my guests the same two questions. Okay. I never, I, you guys out there know I never prompt them beforehand. <laughs> Unless they've watched the no show, and like they said, there's no me. idea. I've asked them all this. I've done over 76 episodes of this show, and the last year. Congratulations! Oh, thank you. Thank you. In the last year. That's yes. amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And so I ask this question to every single person that comes to my show. Okay. <laughs> One. Okay. I'm like, what are you about to ask? Me? And I'm like, okay, I'm like, already. <laughs> oh, I, I, I believe in language, and I believe okay. in language being something that can hold us back. I mean, you're a speaker, you know all that stuff, yeah. or an actor, you know how this is, or it can propel us forward. We can do a lot. We can do a lot of things in our lives. What is one word you think we should not say anymore in the English language? Can't. There you go. I love that. It's one of those words that people just say it naturally sometimes and don't realize how much it's stopping them. Yeah. Right? It's just stopping them. Yeah. Yeah. They can't. Now, the other question is the converse of that. So what word do you think we should say more of these days? Love. Very underrated, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I was thinking about this scripture today, perfect love casts out all fear. Ooh. And I feel like we deeply have an issue with fear. Yes. Whether it's fear of man, whether it's fear of failure, whether it's fear of success. Yes. That there is a deep sense of fear that holds us back. Mm -hmm. And I think that that word can't comes from a sense of fear. Because if I say can, it's going to propel me into somewhere where I'm not sure if I'm ready to go. I'm not sure if I know how to go. So I'll just resolve myself to can't. Yeah. Right. But love, if we understood how much love there was on the other side, mm. that that fear would start to melt away and then we'd allow ourselves to move forward. I like that. So I also like that, you know, love. It just when I, was, I say that I love to my, I say my, my mom, my kids, also, I love you after every conversation. It could be yeah. five times a day. Yeah. I still say it. Because I just feel like it's something that people just. I, I had a, I had a friend of mine who told me once that he never heard the word "I love you" from his family, oh. never. And I, I cried. I started crying. Just he was telling me like, oh. "Why are you crying?" I'm like, "It's a shame because you don't feel it. I feel it for you." Yeah. Because I just know just mm. hearing it every once in a while could bring such joy to your to your inner inside mm. that you've never heard it said to you. And he's in his thirties. I was like, I said, "I love you." I told him. And then he said, then he started to feel, he goes, now I feel what you just said. It's kind of weird. He goes, now I feel, it's kind of weird. Feel, it's kind of weird. Right. oh my God, now I can't get it. I said, no, I said, I was, I started crying for oh. you because I was like, you're missing, you missed out. So, and you don't even know you're missing out because you just mm. you've never heard it. You know, I just had a baby. Yes, you're a new mommy. Yeah, I am a new mommy. Yes. And looking into her face, and when I say I love you, just yeah. the. You know, just the innocence and the smile and the yes. sense of joy that comes upon her is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it can't be encapsulated. It's just like... I agree. Life comes yeah. just by feeling loved. Yeah. I see it in this little bitty baby. Yeah. And I realized that we all started from that place. Yes. Right? And yes. and for me as a new mom, it just makes me look at at everyone differently i now yes. see everyone as a child right that mm-hmm. you were a child at one point mm-hmm. that you were innocent and beautiful and sometimes the world comes in and mm-hmm. makes you jaded and cynical and mm-hmm. and fearful and all mm-hmm. these different things but at the core of all of us is a very innocent beautiful human being that just wants to be loved it's it's interesting because i have grandkids so when i had my help my first grandson it, at first, I wasn't happy at first because I was, I was like, I'm too young to be grandfather. Okay. Um, but when I did, it did change because when I held my first daughter, it was like I fell in love with her immediately. I always tell her I fell in love with you immediately. I mean, as soon as, as, soon as you were in my hands, it was it was undescribable. I couldn't describe it. Mm-hmm. I, I still can't describe it fully, like fully. There were no words mm-hmm. that I could even find English language to describe how I felt when I when I held her in my hands. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I said from that moment on, I was hooked. I was in. Mm. And my grandson, it was almost the same thing. It was so weird. I was like, he just, oh, I held him in my house. Like, 
And I named him. His name is Zayden. I named him. His wow. birthday is next week. So I'm going to be seeing him for his birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, and, but, I, but I first held him. And I told him, I told him, him last week, I go, you were my first. Mm. And my first boy. So it's like, I, I said, my love for you, just, it's, just un- it's so unconditional. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. I said, I just, I just, because it was like, I see everything differently now when, I, when you were born. I saw myself when you were born. Mm. Like, I literally, I saw pieces of me in there. Like, oh, my God, it's my child's child. Like, this is me. Mm. And, it was, and it really changed my life. And it changed, it changed the course of my purpose later on. Because now I'm in my second, I feel like my second act. Mm. Um, it's changed the course of what I choose to do and not do in this business. Mm. How so? Look, I'm I'm gonna turn mm-hmm. the tables. Mm-hmm. How so, James? There are certain shows and things I've turned down. There are certain gigs that I've turned down. There's certain language I've turned down that I don't mm. say wow. out in the public. I've I really have narrowed down what I want to do, and I figured everything that I do in this business, I want to make sure it's affecting change. Mm. Whether I'm doing a soap after show or whether I'm doing this show on my own, or my radio show that I do every day, mm. I, mean, I want to make sure that everything that I do affects change because I don't know who's listening. Mm, and I want to make sure that my grandchildren and my kids can watch any of my shows and it's okay. Mm. Good for you. And that's, what, that's how it changed for me. It's like, am I going to do something that's going to make my, where my grandmother can't watch it or so-so can't watch it, that, I, that, I'm, that, I, that doesn't work for me. Mm. And I learned the word, it does not work for I learned the phrase, does not work for me. I say it all the time now. Mm. No, it doesn't work, it doesn't work for me. I'm not going to do that, it doesn't work for me. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's how having kids and grandkids has changed my life. So wait, as, you, as, you're, as your kid gets older, mm. you're going to see, it, it really just make, it affects everything that you do. Wow. And how you see everything in the world. Just like, wow. Now I'm noticing that music a little bit differently now. Or I'm, I mean, I like some booty bass songs sometimes. Oh, you be twerking. Oh, I, I work it out. You be twerking. In certain situations, yes, off camera <laughs> with adults. <laughs> but I will never. Yes. I was in Vegas last week. I had a good time. We just came back from Vegas. Oh, I had a good time. The weather was actually not bad either. It was a little windy, but it wasn't that bad. Um, but I mean, there's a time and place for all that kind of stuff. But like I say, but my my persona and stuff on TV, it's still yeah. James Lodge. It's still me. Yeah. But it's just very much. I just it now it, 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 it's it, responsibility. Yeah, it affects my choices that I make yeah. now. I want to make sure that everything I do, anybody can just kind of watch it, and it's fine. Awesome. Sounds good. I could talk to you all day long. Oh, I could talk to you all day, James. Oh, it's not fair. The show's over. It's not fair. <laughs> so where can actually, Annette Cameron, tell me where they can find you on social media. Sure. So you can follow me on Twitter at Edwina Findley and Instagram at Edwina Findley. And on Facebook, I'm Edwina Findley Dickerson. Yes, she is. And I'm definitely live tweeting pretty much every Tuesday night. Hashtagging if loving you is wrong and Wednesday night shots fired. That's right, kids. Thanks for being on the show. You're yeah. you're lovely. Thank Thinking of using the word love. Oh, lovely. lovely. Yes. I love that. I appreciate it. You're I welcome. receive it. Thank you. And I'm James Lodge Jr. Of course, you can follow me where all James Lodge Jr.'s are sold all over the internet. Just type in my name and I'll just, I'll just pop up. Also, we have a Breaking Into You page on Facebook. Go ahead and like us there. And this episode will be on there also and all the others that I do. And, and more information on our guests will be on that page also. You can follow me on the uh, Back Hollywood Live YouTube and iTunes pages. Um, you can go there and look for Breaking Into All the episodes are there, but including this one. You can download and listen to us on iTunes. You can just, I mean, our ears, our voices in your ears. And that. Or go to YouTube and just watch us. We animate it and talk. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for watching. See you next time. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on facebook tweet us or instagram us at bhl online and i am the official voice of black hollywood live scipio instagram me at king xo bay thanks for tuning in the views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of bhl or its owners or principals